Looks good. <clears throat> Welcome back to Bat Rankings. Come for Batman. Let's stay for that, Anthony. I'm your head scientist, Ben Creighton, with me. Hi, everybody. It's Kenny Wendorski. All right. So I've got I've got a surprise for you today, Kenny. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What, what's the surprise? Number three. Yay! Yeah! Pick up the hammer. We did it. We did it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We've got our third uh, viewer homework assignment in. Meaning we're going to be watching another oh, man. episode of Hammer Man. <laughs> Can't do it today, unfortunately. I didn't manage to get the uh, the muse in time. That's all right. So next, but next session. <laughs> oh man, this is real. We're this gonna is, we're gonna do it. We're gonna <laughs> measure you. our brains. Who do we have to thank for this? Gabe Kleinert. Okay. Uh, thank you, Gabe. Yeah. For those of you who might be uh, listening in for the first time, we're running a little promotion. We've asked our audience to watch an episode of Hammerman and submit through the anchor.fm voice message feature a little 1 minute book report. Oh man. <laughs> and we pledged that if we got at least 3, this will be the third from Gabe here, we're going to strap a brainwave scanner to our heads and watch another episode of Hammerman and measure our brainwave against <laughs> our brainwaves against a control of doing the same thing while watching an episode of Batman. Ah, uh, Gabe, <laughs> thank you very much. I'm really I'm I'm excited to try this out. I've never uh, even seen what this device looks like, so this is going to be great. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll that'll be in probably two weeks at the time of this uh okay because yeah we'll do this you know we'll, we usually record two episodes in a session and yep. then the next session we'll go ahead and record that bonus all right but right now let's hear what gabe has to say about right. Man. hey guys gabe here i just watched an episode of uh hammerman the episode was called uh defeated graffiti um the main plot is this bad guy uh defacely marmeister i guess whatever that is uh, convinces some kids to paint a bunch of graffiti around town and then he uses like a magic spray paint to make their paintings come to life or something. I don't know. This show's real bad. The animation is real, real awful. Way worse than I remember it being. I remember watching this when I was a little kid. And weird little anecdote. This episode has a little se little sequence where Hammerman has lost his shoes and he needs to call for help, I think. So he trades... Marmeister a dollar for three quarters so that he can use the phone to call for help. And that is the one scene from this entire cartoon that I remembered from when I was a kid. And I had no idea what it was from, and it was from this episode. There you go. All right. <laughs> Thank you very much, Gabe. That was well done. <laughs> yes. Good job, man. Yeah. Now, just because this this promotion is over... That doesn't mean the science is over. If, nope. if anybody out there in the audience would like to watch more... Okay, I mean, let's get real. Nobody wants to watch more <laughs> Hammerman. But if you're willing to watch more Hammerman, that anchor.fm slash batranking slash messages voice mailbox is still open. We'll still play him on the show. But, uh, yeah, that's I'll, great. I'll see if I can find us a third episode of Hammerman for next time. I'm really glad because, that this took off. Yeah. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> this is, and and, and uh, the plot synopsis, that was well done, sir. So, yeah, speaking of things taking off, so I had a weird experience the other day. Okay. I'm on Twitter and I get, you know, added, like pinged. Yeah. And there's a podcast called The, the Spinometer. 
Um, like as in spawn or maybe spawnometer. Okay. And they were posting their latest episode and they said promos in this episode and they included us. Hey. So I, I listened to it and yeah, at the very end they just I guess took the audio from that first Twitter promo that I had Joanna cut together. Right, with, right. Uh, which was not meant to be like an audio commercial. It doesn't tell people where to find <laughs> us. Or when, when you watch the video on Twitter, you can see, oh, there's the URL to go to. Right. And yeah, they didn't tell me they were doing that or I, I'm very confused. Okay. So uh, find folks at Spawnometer. Uh, hi. Hi. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do appreciate the word getting out. So cool. We'll take it. Yeah, so I, I listen to the episode, and you know, sometimes I, I try to, to try to do things for the benefit of people who might be listening to the show for the first time. Yeah, no, that's good. Turns out, jumping into a, a random other podcast on episode, I think there was was like twenty or twenty. I don't know. Uh huh. It was because the, they just jump right in. Okay. <laughs> so, I, and I'm a pretty slow talker sometimes. Like I'll do a lot of uhs and like pausing I, to collect. Dude, my, guilty as charged. Me yeah. too. And I, I notice it a lot because I edit these shows, so I do a lot of listening to my own voice. The, these two gentlemen do not have that problem. They were going a mile a minute, jumping right. Okay, so Spawn's here. Terry's here. There's a Ukrainian. They've got explosive. Uh, uh, Houdini's in the mix. Harry Houdini, he's, uh, he can do magic now. I'm I'm so lost. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now is this Spawn like the the HBO series or Spawn? I, I, I the think comic? it was comics. Okay. I think they were covering comics because they at one point they were covering I think three different comics over the course of the episode. That's interesting. And, and boy, we take an hour to talk sometimes about one episode of Batman. They they need to go this fast because they were covering three different Spawn stories in about an hour. Well, all right. But one of them was a Batman Spawn crossover from the mid nineties. Yes, that I, Frank I Miller wrote. vaguely remember that. It's like yeah. a little flat, like a photograph in my memory bank. When I let my guard down, all the ghosts come back to me. Apparently, it's kind of bad according yeah, to our host. Well, <laughs> it's a crossover. A lot of crossovers aren't the best. So yeah. Also, turns out Frank Miller, he's got his ups and downs over yeah, the years. Yeah, not everything's gold. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, not always perfect. But. Yeah. but today, we'll see if what we watched was gold. We watched, uh, what did we watch? Matt as a Hatter. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. We open up on, well, first we open up on rats. Right. Like lab rats wearing little, they almost look like fezzes. They do, but uh, they're like uh, like little lights, I mm-hmm. guess, on top of the head. Yeah, like little LEDs or something. Mm-hmm. And it turns out these are like mind control hats. Uh-huh. They are. They've got a little miniature tea set. And at first, they act like rats do. They're knocking it over. They're doing whatever. And then you hear this off-screen voice. Oh, such terrible manners. Let's see if we can't do better. Right. The, the voice of, you said, Roddy McDowell. Yes. If you don't know who Roddy McDowell is, please look up. Uh, he's an amazing, talented actor. His voice is just, it's like butter. It's uh, He's got this fantastic, just th- uh, theatrical voice. Um, if you've seen Overboard, it's a Kurt Russell, Goldie Hawn movie. Okay. He's a butler in that. Um, I think he was also in Planet of the Apes. Uh, but uh, he's also done tons of cartoon work, including The Tick. <laughs> uh he's breadmaster. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yes, this is our our villain of the week, uh, later to become the mad hatter, now Jervis Tetch. Yes. And he mind controls these rats into having a little tea party. Yeah, it's yeah. you know, it's fun. 
So his his coworker Alice uh, pops into the room, says, "Hey, hey, look busy." He looks pretty busy to me. Well, uh, yeah, but uh, he's having his rats do a tea party. I, I, I think she meant like it look busy, like you're using a screwdriver or something, yeah. something uh, mechanical. Because his his supervisor, a Doctor Cates, as mm-hmm. well as the owner of his this business, this R and D firm, I guess, uh, Bruce Wayne walks in the door. Oh yeah, yeah, and and I'm and. Okay, so Dr. Cates is, she's real mean right from the beginning. Yeah. Like, you better have something good to show Mr. Wayne. And I'm expecting, like, he's got something amazing to show Mr. Wayne. Right. So look, look at what I can make these rats do. There's probably a non-horrible use for this technology. <laughs> I can't think of what it would be off the top of my head, but... Uh, but he doesn't want to give can, it up. I've yeah, he, he does not. He throws like a little a little cloth over their cage and he begs off like, oh, the prototype's not ready. And boy, I remember this episode. I remember him kind of like turning evil over the course of turning crazy over the course of this episode. Right. This incident here makes me think, no, he was already this early in the proceedings had maybe not a specific plan, but he had in the back of his mind yeah. I'm going to do something nefarious yeah. with this. <laughs> I don't know what yet. I'll find something nefarious to do. But uh, Bruce Wayne, he's very understanding and patient. He says, that's okay. You know, it's a uh, genius takes time. So no problem. No problem at all. Uh, which he leaves. And uh, Miss Dr. Cates, she, you know, kind of flashes him a dirty look like you got away with it this time. But next time. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know about you. This scene remind me of Batman Forever. When uh, Jim Carrey is the Riddler, right. and he's doing brain stuff, and yeah. um, it just raises too many questions. But uh, so we get we get a little little bit of Alice and and Jervis interacting a little bit, and Alice deflects him very nicely. Says, "Oh, sometimes Alice, I think you're the only one who understands me." <laughs> That's just what my boyfriend says. I'm getting the distinct impression of a woman who works the word boyfriend into a lot of conversations (laughs) with her work friend. (laughs) I was thinking the whole episode, I I don't know if you were really thinking this, but I was thinking back to one of our prior episodes. You were talking about, do you want to be attractive Mm -hmm. or do you want to be useful? And I was, I could hear your voice in my head. <laughs> it, it was, you are not attractive to me. You can do as many nice things as you want. Yeah. But I still will not want to be in a romantic relationship with you. Yeah. The whole episode is kind of Ben's theory to dating. <laughs> uh, I've, I've, I've got a theory and it's pretty much played out for, for me personally <laughs> at this point, which is that a woman knows within about the first five minutes of meeting you, whether she's ever going to sleep with you. <laughs> there is nothing that you can do. I mean, you can definitely screw that up if she does want to and, and, act like such a damn fool that she changes her mind. And like you said, do not stop being nice, Yeah, but uh, don't be a dick about it too. Also. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I could just hear your, 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 yep. <laughs> your voice in my head. This whole episode is like, wow, yeah, this you're... is it. The embodiment. <laughs> <laughs> I think at the end of last episode, we, I called, uh, I called Tetch uh, incels before there was an incel before there was a word for it. <laughs> and Yeah. But uh, uh, so anyway, uh, 
Alice has deflected him. He's, you know, understandably, he's got a crush on her. Uh, and then he is working on circuitry that he wants to use to impress her. Uh, essentially, yeah. it is the mind control stuff that does work in circuit cards. Yeah, like cards, cards as in like literal about the size of a playing card. Yeah, do you remember those flashcards that you probably had to do with your parents? It's about mm. that big. Yeah, and it's from Alice in Wonderland. We also see a poster on the wall of Tetch's office. He clearly, and he's he's quoting Lewis Carroll throughout the entire episode. Right. He clearly has a big thing for Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. But, so he... Uh, next, Tetch overhears a phone conversation, or no, not a phone conversation. He overhears Alice commiserating with Dr. Cates a little later on mm-hmm. that her boyfriend, Billy, has broken up with her. Yep. They had a big fight. She wanted to know where the relationship was going, and he was feeling pressured and big shouting match. And they broke up. And, they and, broke up. and Dr. Cates is like, men. Yeah. Terrible men. But, They're the you know, worst. She's a tender ear to listen to, yep. and uh, but overhearing it is Jervis Tetch, and he's so excited. Yep, he's like, "Yes, she's single," <laughs> <laughs> and so he shows up at her door, dressed up. I, this 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 man has checked out from reality. Yeah, he's wearing a big overcoat and an oversized top hat and a big floppy bow tie. He has become the Mad Hatter. He, yeah, it, because uh, that's what all the the women like. Even people in like ancient, not ancient times, <laughs> Victorian, <laughs> Victorian times. Yeah. Time. You know, ancient. Sure, yeah, why yeah, not? Yeah, you know, <laughs> nobody dressed like this for no. reals. Uh, but he thinks this is about as handsome as as handsome as fuck as the kids would say uh he's ready to take her out for a nice date on the town yeah and he knocks on her door doesn't like call doesn't ask her just shows up like hey i hear you're having man problems i'm gonna take you out on the town and she goes along with it she's She's like i'll grab my coat yeah well she's here's here's the other thing he he is her break glass in case of emergency backup boyfriend (laughs) most women have one that's not me casting judgment it's just, I think most women kind of know, like, yeah, he's plan B. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. Poor Jervis. Just, you know, guys, <laughs> don't be plan B. Uh, <laughs> because it's going to play out exactly like this episode plays out. Go find you a woman who you're her plan A. Yes. <laughs> don't be the the uh, red ribbon. You want to yeah, be the blue ribbon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they go on a very, very nice series of, uh, you know, uh, they go on a horse carriage ride. They yep. go to dinner, photography. Yeah. Uh, so uh, they, they almost get mugged at one point in the yeah. park. Fortunately... Both of the muggers are wearing bandanas around their heads. Red and a black bandana. Yep. They look like a Rambo uh, set. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, he puts the cards on their heads. And and they're immediately, oh, so sorry, we will go. He tells them to go, go jump in a lake. Yeah. <laughs> and they say sure they take it literal yep they're gonna go jump in the lake yep so they get on on gotham gotham bridge <laughs> and that's where batman he's driving his batmobile alfred's like hey you coming home uh he says yeah the no police, police scanners brought up two potential suicides which was weird to me it's to hear the word suicide mm. in a children's cartoon 
it's, it was weird. It was like, oh, that's that's one of those words that you don't normally hear on a Saturday morning. Yeah, it's true. I suppose they could probably get away with it because it is not an actual suicide. Right. You know, we, the audience, know and Batman finds out soon enough that it's just a, just a minor mind control mishap. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's it. Just mind control. Yeah. So, yeah, Batman, Batman goes off and tries to stop them from jumping. I wish you would step back from the ledge, my friend. Yeah, he, in his Batmobile, uses a gadget to put these binoculars on his eyes. Like you said, it's like, <laughs> I, I can't be troubled. Yeah, he can't just hold up his own binoculars. A little robot arm in the Batmobile holds the binoculars up to his head, which I thought was slightly odd. Yeah, and then he, using the distance, he says, engage. And man, did that rocket out of that Batmobile, yep, his, his uh, ejector seat. Yeah, shoots him to the top of the bridge. It looked like it blew up the Batmobile. Yeah. <laughs> like freaking uh, NASA, you know, spacecraft just rocketing up. <laughs> uh, and he shows up. He still has uh, the seat kind of attached to him. So. Yeah, because it, it later turns out because these two guys are robot-like they're just pushing past batman wind up pushing him off the bridge too but it turns out the ejector seat doubles as a hang glider yeah he's able to grab them press a little button the wings pop out he floats them to safety and the cards get knocked out of their out of their bandanas and batman picks one up and is able to investigate and uh using uh you know his detective skills he's playing around with it but alfred shows up with a kid's book and says that card reminds me of something it's alice in wonderland a picture the same picture yep that jervis tetch had of the mad hatter and of course batman the great detective says hey i've seen that before and there was a guy making mind control stuff <laughs> fade out uh, clearly we already know who the villain is yep yeah now did you notice in uh jervis and alice's date the chef was the same chef from pretty poison but i added just a pinch of vanilla oh no <laughs> i didn't notice that good eye yeah but yeah, meanwhile, while Batman's doing all his detective stuff, they're finishing out their date. He takes her to an amusement park and the audience can see that everybody is mind controlled. Yeah. The, the staff at the restaurant, the chef, the the security guard who lets him into this Alice in Wonderland themed amusement park after hours. Yeah. And he walks her home. And once again, still like she has enjoyed his company this evening. Weird as it is. Yeah. But still deflecting, says, oh, you're such a good friend. Yep. Guys in the audience, <laughs> everything she is doing is screaming <laughs> like, hey, this is as far as it's ever going to go. I yeah. am communicating this quite clearly. Set your expectations accordingly. <laughs> but does Jervis do this? He does not. No. <laughs> uh, but he's happy. He's on top of the world. Yeah, shows up to work the next day. He's greeting everybody with a big smile and spring in his step. And his friend Alice greets him saying, I've got the most wonderful news. He, he made up with me about our big fight and then he did this. Going to the chapel and we're gonna get married. They got in an argument mm -hmm. and then his way of getting out of it was to propose marriage. Yep. This is not going to be a happy marriage, everybody. No, it is no. not. <laughs> but 
For the sake of the storyline, let's just keep going with it. Yeah, I'm so Billy is the name of her now fiance. Yep. And ooh, oh Billy. Wow. Nobody is making good romantic decisions in this no, episode. No. Jervis is not. Alice is not from from either end. She's if you the, the, the one good thing Alice is doing is is communicating in her way to Jervis, like, hey man, this is never gonna happen. Right. I'm not gonna be rude about it. I enjoy your company, but that's as far as it's ever going to go. That's a good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you get in an argument with your girlfriend, do not try to make things better by proposing marriage. Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. And what a naive, like, oh, well, clearly I should accept this proposal of marriage from this guy who yeah. just, oh my God. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. I, it, we're frazzled. Yeah. The, 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 you, you know why it is? Because... Because I've been that idiot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, we we um, we cut back to well, Jervis uh, he hears about this. Yep. He's like blast. Yep. Goes goes directly off the deep end. He so he goes. Uh, uh, Kate's uh, Doctor Kate's Doctor yep. Kate's is is storming in. Bruce Bruce Wayne's on his way. I don't know what you did. And he has Tetch has no patience. He slips a a card into the earpiece of her glasses disappears with her uh as bruce wayne shows up at the office alice is getting a phone call from billy who breaks up with her again under mind control from tetch and bruce is kind of you know he obviously knows something's going on but he notices there's a little bit of blood on a picture of Alice and Billy, and this is coming from Jervis Tetch. He was holding roses, and he squeezed them, and a little bit of blood came out of his hands. Yeah. Uh, so he knows, he knows something's going on. Uh, and then he goes into his Batman mode. Yep. And meanwhile, Alice gets home from work to find a, an apartment full of flowers and Tetch in full-on Mad Hatter getup. <laughs> I'm shaking my head. Cause yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, he has clearly, by this point, <coughs> made the decision like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to mind control her. Yeah, I, this, that's the only way that this is going to turn out the way I want it. And he does. And, and he does. But before that happens, Batman, this poor girl's getting double-stocked. Yes. Because <laughs> Batman shows up, clearly having tailed one or both of them. <laughs> and then he's got two goons. Now, I don't, they're not. They're not hired They're not goons. Hired goons. They're mind-controlled goons. Do we put them into the Anthony meter then? I don't think we do because there's there can be no heart. It's true because it's involuntary. Yeah. You're right. I mean, so it's they're dressed as the walrus and the carpenter. Yes. I'm I'm thinking, I don't know that we see them be below their masks. I want to I think these are the two guys from the park. Ah, uh, they might be. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we we can't say for sure. So no, I don't think we're doing an Anthony reading okay, today. Okay. Yep. Sorry, folks. Sorry, folks. No Anthony. Uh... <laughs> no Anthony meter today. <laughs> but uh, Batman disposes of them um, yep. and notices that one of the cards luckily has printed property of Wonderland. Yeah, Gotham Storybook Land <laughs> is the amusement park. <laughs> one of Gotham's many creepy amusement parks. Yes. <laughs> and so. The being the great detective, he shows up to Wonderland. Yep, where where Tetch has has set up a big 
big elaborate Batman third act. He's got a bunch of mind-controlled folks, including Billy and Dr. Cates. Dr. Cates is uh, the, the, the Red, Red Queen. Queen. Yep. Off with his head. You yep. know, that classic line. Yep. Batman has a big old fight scene, and here's what I will give Billy, who we've seen precious little of. Right. He's kind of an idiot. Should not be proposing to this woman. <laughs> But I'll give Billy this. Batman manages to get the, the mind control chip out of him and says, the rest of these, they'll attack me, but they won't attack you. And Billy doesn't question it. Yep. No second of hesitation or wait, what? Where am I? Just, okay, Batman's telling me what to do. I'm going to do what Batman says. I noticed that too. That was actually, like you said, it was like he was... Uh, he's a good team player with Batman. Yeah, and and you know what? I would I would... I would hope that if I were in Billy's <laughs> shoes here, that I would act as smart as Billy. Right. I don't know what's going on, but there's Batman. Yeah. He's a guy who knows what's know up. I don't know how I got dressed like this or why I'm in this amusement park, but Batman just told me to rip everyone's uh, <laughs> fake masks off. Yep. And done and done. Yep. So there's there's a little more little more wackiness. There's a scene in a, in a card maze. Yeah. There's some fighting between Batman and the Mad Hatter, who does does quite well for himself for a lab rat with no combat training that we know of. Yeah, he's got an axe at one point, swinging away. He's, yeah. You know, for a nerd, he's actually pretty scrappy. Yeah. But, you know, Batman gives his little speech about how, because, you know, Tetch, Tetch is, you know, as as people like him tend to do is blaming everyone but him right you made me do this to her Batman's like look you, you idiot she's she's a puppet she's a doll yeah. this is not love what yeah. is wrong with you she's become a plaything for you she is no longer a human being yeah so long story short batman brings brings the mad hatter to justice don't don't even get much of a denouement Alice hugs uh, hugs Billy, and I guess we're supposed to believe that they live happily ever after. Right. Although, <laughs> let's get real. Uh, no. They are not in for a happy relationship. No. This is not going to turn out well for anyone. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but that is Matt as a Hatter. Yep. Kenny, did this episode hold up? I think okay. Yeah, I think we're kind of in the same boat. Yeah. It's okay. It's it's. It was very campy. Yeah. But I like the villain. I like his uh, theatrical voice. Roddy McDowell made him come alive. Uh, but I think overall, there's it's a lot of stupid in this episode. Yeah. And I I liked... This is definitely one that I liked better as a kid. And when I say kid, I'm, I'm speaking broadly. Yeah. I, I mean on into my teens. Right. Because I could relate... To, to the Mad Hatter's unrequited crush at that time <laughs> in a way that now looking back on it from a perspective of years, I'm sort of slightly embarrassed by how much I could relate to that because now I'm looking at it like, you moron, she's not into you. Go find somebody else. That is the answer to this question. Yeah. And I remembered him as, you know, being a... You know, being a nice guy who got turned down and tragically went crazy, and now I realize, no, he was nuts from the be yeah. from the beginning. <laughs> oh, you weren't nuts. You weren't nuts. <laughs> well, you're better than that. That's the thing. Most of us grow out of it past a certain point. <laughs> it takes some of us longer than others. Well, <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, I think it's an okay episode. So, yeah. It's okay. It's uh, I I would not call up one of our standouts, but no. let's uh, let's let's do some science and and see how it stacks up here. All righty, you ready? Yep. Let's get those lab coats on and pants is pants off. is off. Woo! We've got twenty four episodes here, soon to be twenty five. Do it. Do it! Two-Face, See No Evil, Cat in the Claw, Beware the Grey Ghost, Heart of Ice, Pretty Poison, The Forgotten, Joker's Favor, Feet of Clay, Clark King, Vendetta, The Last Laugh, Nothing to Fear, Appointment at Crime Alley, On Leather Wings, Christmas with the Joker, Fear of Victory, POV, Prophecy of Doom, Be a Clown, It's Never Too Late, The Underdwellers, Nobody's Perfect, and I've Got Batman in My Basement. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! All right. So every week... We queue up the random number generator. RN Jesus. RN Jesus asks us, is Matt as a Hatter better or worse than number 24, I've got Batman in my basement? I think it's better. Yeah, better than that one. (laughs) (laughs) That one's a big old stinker. Yeah. This had better, it it had better animation. Wasn't like great animation, but better than that piece of crap. Yeah. You know, better lighting, uh, better voice acting. Yeah, Roddy McDowell. He did good. Yeah. I, I did not, you know, always sympathize with the characters, but I didn't wish death on them. That's true. <laughs> That's true. All right. Is Matt as a Hatter better or worse than number 11, Vendetta? Nope. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd say worse. Yeah. Yeah. They're both pretty simple stories. I'm, I would almost venture to say simplistic, but... Vendetta had a lot of atmosphere to it. Yeah, it it did. Yeah. All right. Is Matt as a Hatter better or worse than number 14, Appointment in Crime Alley? Um, Hmm. Boy, we... I remember the music being really good in Appointment at Crime Alley. Yeah, and the music in, in Mad as a Hatter was... Uh, this might be the first time I say this, was kind of overplayed. It was kind of overdone. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it. I didn't dislike it, but... Yeah, it was just really like obvious and called attention to itself, mm-hmm. you know? Maybe that was the purpose, and maybe we just... Yeah. Don't appreciate it. Uh, it was it was unsubtle. It's like you said, as a kid, I remember really enjoying this episode. Mm-hmm. But now coming back, a lot of parts are just... Uh, yeah. The gears don't quite... They're not as smooth as they were. Yeah. I don't know. Appoint, we, we just did Appointment in Crime Alley last week. Yeah. And I couldn't tell you a damn thing about it. It was that forgettable. Um, I remember the music being good. Lots of explosions. Yeah, some pretty good action set pieces. Yeah. All right. I could see giving the edge to and Crime it, Alley. it had some heart at the end. Yeah, that's true. Um, and it was nice to see Dr. Leslie uh, yeah, Tompkins. Tompkins. Yeah, I think. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's it's maybe a, maybe a slim edge. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Is Matt as a Hatter better or worse than number 20, Be a Clown? Man, this is everything below about the top ten or twelve at this point starts uh-huh. running together. We've been yeah. we've been doing the show for a while now. <laughs> Part of me wants to say Matt as a Hatter was better. Yeah, but I'm not like a hundred percent on that. Yeah, I mean Matt as a Hatter for for whatever its failings, it it established its characters and it stuck to it. 
And I wasn't really bored with Mad as a Hatter. Yeah. It is dumb, but Be a Clown's kind of dumb and meh. Yeah, I mean, really, all Be a Clown has going for it is is Mark Hamill, and we've had better, we've had so many better Mark Hamill episodes at this point. I I, I think we can call Mad as a Hatter better. All right, cool. All right. Is Mad as a Hatter better or worse than Christmas with the Joker? Christmas with the Joker's better. Yeah, Christmas with the Joker is more fun. Yeah. I and it's a it's a ridiculous yes. episode, but it's a ridiculous that entertaining episode. That tank is still at large, man. Dude, that thing is yeah. Yeah, it is I I think it I don't know where it's going <laughs> because when last seen it was in Canada, it leveled Quebec. Oh man. Folks folks in the audience, if you <laughs> have seen any Canadians listening to us right now, maybe that should be a new thing. If you can uh in the little voice area, mm-hmm. tell us where you last saw the clown tank. Yes, we we've we've got to track it. I'm going to put up a, a a map of the world with, you know, pins, confirmed sightings. Yes. Get some string up there. Clown tank sightings. Clown tank sightings. Let's see. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> so if you've seen the clown tank, please let us know where you saw it and, and uh, where it was headed next. Yes. I, you know, an Easter, last, last scene, it was in a northerly direction. Right. Like north, uh, northwest would be from Gotham to Quebec. Yes. But since then, we don't know. Right. So if you've seen it, please let us know. Also, uh, thoughts and prayers go out to all the all the Quebecians. Yes, so many deaths. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't laugh at that. <laughs> it is so many deaths. <laughs> it is mad as a hatter. Better or worse than number eighteen POV. I, I think it might. That's close. That's real close. Yeah. POV had Ron Perlman with a drill. It did. I do think the animation is still way better in POV. Yeah. Rewatching these, I have noticed that I am starting to... um, I have these ones that I'm like, wow, I really like this episode. But in the back of my head, I'm like, yes, but it's not really a good episode. And that's how I am with POV. It's like the little underdog that I keep kind of rooting (laughs) on, even though it comes in last every time. (laughs) yeah i I keep putting my money on that pony and it keeps coming up short (laughs) i think i would give a slight edge to matt as a hatter but i don't know it's a close thing Uh, i think matt as a hatter is it's uh even though it is kind of dumb it's from a to z it's a pretty solid storyline i mean you can follow it all the way through pov is a little disjointed yeah i I think that's why i would give it the edge all right so we're we're almost there we've only got one more decision to make okay is mad as a hatter better or worse than fear of victory wow yeah i i think i would say better yeah, yeah, I agree. They're they're both kind of. I mean, they're sitting in the bottom third of our list. They're they're not the greatest, yeah. but Fear of Victory just kind of had a whole lot of nothing behind it. Yeah, and Matt is a Hatter's story of of the dork who was in love and turned crazy and evil. 
even though he was kind of crazy and evil all along. Like, <laughs> that's a tale as old as time, but... A story told through time Happening in New York He's a lemon, she's a lime Beauty and King Dog <laughs> All right, marking it down Put at it. number 17. Mad as a hatter. Number 17, you said? Number 17 out of 25. 25. All right, okay. Yeah, weird. Yeah. Oof. We're, we're running through these episodes now. Let's 25. see what we've got for next week. Yeah. Remember when we first started this? Yeah. I think it was in April. Wow, now we're in September. That's yeah. crazy. Crazy times. All right. Let's see what we've got coming up next week. We have Dreams in Darkness. Dreams in... Oh, I know this one. I So this one, I would not remember it from the title, but I'm looking at the title card, and it's the one with Batman in a straitjacket, and mm-hmm. you see like a like barred window behind him. It's a really nice evocative image. I do not remember much about about this episode other than it's the one where Batman's up in the asylum. Batman's not supposed to be in the asylum. That's wacky. I think this is another scarecrow one. Oh, could be. I don't Yeah, other other than that first one, other than nothing to fear, I don't have very strong memories of a lot of the scarecrow ones. It might be. I, I yeah. let I will find out. All right. Well, we'll find out next week. But until then, Kenny, where can folks find you on the internet? You can find me at Yski TV on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And you can find me at HBI2K on Twitter or twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton. And you can always find us on anchor.fm slash batrankings. You can hit the support button, pledge one, five, or ten dollars a month. Just help us keep the lights on. And thank you so much to everybody who's done that. Yes. It really does. Every time we do one of these sessions, one or the other of us has to drive an hour and a half to the other one's place. And it would be nice if this would eventually balance out the price of gas. (laughs) That's all we're really looking for. (laughs) <laughs> I just want to say thank you to everyone who has been supporting us and has been call, uh, calling in. Yeah, yeah, with the uh, the voice message feature. I am so just thankful that we've got such nice supporters like yeah. this. It, we're just two guys. We're yeah. not cool. <laughs> but it does make us feel really, really happy. And, and we do appreciate it from the bottom of our yeah, hearts. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And and everybody who's hit that, that five-star review on iTunes, we got a couple of new ones. Yeah. Even, even without, you know, promising Hammerman to people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we do appreciate that. That helps spread the word. We'll come up with new bribes later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we will. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, seriously, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you very yeah. much, everybody. You guys are just the best. Absolutely. All right. Well, I had fun this week. I did too. All right. We'll see you next week, folks. Bye.